Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston and Wayne Shepard talk about what to do when you find out your teen isn't telling you the truth. Let's listen in. Here's a question. Has your teen ever lied to you? And if so, what have you done about it? That's right. But what a tough place to be in because kids today are lying and being dishonest more so than they have in a long time. I mean, polls show it. We see it on Facebook. We see it in the way that they communicate with people, the fantasy world that some of them live in, the image that they're trying to communicate, the way they are presenting themselves or protecting themselves by the actions they take. They're not being true to themselves or true to other people. And it's causing a little bit of confusion. And when mom and dad begin to see that it's not the truth, perhaps they need to be the ones that engage in such a way to help move a child into living a truthful life. The truth, the whole truth, (laughs) and nothing but the truth. So you see this carrying over from the fantasy world of Facebook right into their own lives oh, and their in, parents? Oh, in every way. I mean, kids are cheating on tests and they go, it doesn't matter, I'm just trying to get out. They say things about themselves on Facebook that aren't true. They make up things. It's a fantasy world. The reality doesn't exist. They brag about things that aren't happening in their life. They, I mean, it's amazing to me that something is happening, and I think it's because they're not connecting with other people. They want to be somebody, or they feel entitled to something, and so they want to have it in their minds without really possessing it, and it's they're just lying about things. Well, Mark, here's the question. Why do teens lie? You know, I think they lie for the same reasons that we lie. You know, I, I look at it, and I, and I think that people have a fear of consequences, and so it's a way to get out of those things. I think it's to portray value when they make up stories or present themselves in a relational style that probably isn't totally accurate. Mm-hmm. Makes them look good. Makes them look good. I think the fear of losing a relationship. You know, I lied to my parents growing up because I was fearful that if they knew the truth, they wouldn't care for me anymore. Hmm. So so really, in one way, honoring the relationship doesn't justify it, but helps you understand it a little bit. And I think the other is just the fear of losing face from all the embarrassment. Should I really be exposed? Now... If you have a child that's that's doing those things, then it's trying to make them feel better about who they are or what is going on, to let them know that, hey, you can have consequences, but you're still going to have the relationship with me. You don't have to portray yourself as this because I value you where you are. And I, and I think what's happened in this country, there is a an amazing sense of dishonesty that's on the rise. We see it in every facet of kids. Uh, from their dishonesty on the internet to Facebook. They can be anonymous and say things and do things and hide themselves. I, I think the other is dishonesty in school. I mean, the, the number of times that kids cheat now, by most reports, it's a lot more than it was even 10 years ago. And they're learning dishonesty from our culture. It's yeah. hard to find an unimpeachable, honest That's public true. It figure. It really is, yeah. You know? and, and I think reality TV, I mean, some of these shows, it's... It, it, 
it's amazing to me they call it reality TV when it's not really reality. <laughs> so people live in a fantasy somewhat, and they try to exist in that. They are projecting an image that they want to be, or they are protecting an image that they don't want people to see. Parents really have to deal with this early on, right? You can't let this go because it, it'll just mushroom into something Well, I, I think fantasies sometimes become almost reality that people perceive it to be that that's how it really is. It's amazing to me that when I watch American Idol that people get up there and really think they can sing. <laughs> and and if truth be told, yeah. and in all honesty, <laughs> yeah. they hear real quick, this is not you. You do not need to be doing this. Mm. What amazes me is the response of people who really think they can, and everybody knows they really can't. If you don't deal with dishonesty or you allow a child to live in untruth, or falsehood, then they embrace that as a part of their life that continues, that takes them down a road of fantasy that doesn't exist. For all the time you spend going one direction, it keeps you from going the other direction. It would be called an opportunity cost. So if I spend eight years pursuing something that's wrong and just not there and and, uh, out of line, then it's eight years that I've lost pursuing something that's truthful. Moms, dads, and grandparents are all part of a journey that will change the destiny of their families. And that journey can be changed for the better. Mark Gregston has written three books that will help encourage relationships, strengthen marriages, and help all moms, dads, and grandparents out there stay focused on what truly matters. For moms, Prayers for My Teen, a book of prayers and devotionals to help them stay anchored. For fathers, a devotional for dads, a series of devotions to help them protect their marriage and encourage their children. And finally, Grandparenting Today's Teens is a resource for any grandparent who wants to connect to their teen grandchildren in a meaningful way. Moms, Dads, and Grandparents, three books that can help change them all and change the course of their family's future. You can order Prayers for My Teen, a devotional for dads, and Grandparenting Today's Teens by visiting parentingteenresources.org. Now, of course, we know that all lying is wrong. We used to talk about little white lies, you know, those little right, things. Right. Even in those areas, you really can't let teens get away with that, well, can you, you? Yeah, you can't let them get away. But but there's a time, too, that, that you have to realize that, that kids want to be something different, and they may embellish some things a little bit. I see that in news reports. I see that every night on TV. I see it in newspapers. I see it in books, you know, that people embellish and make things bigger than they are. Other times, they don't tell the whole truth, and they don't quite say everything that needs to be said. And and I, I don't need to point all of that out. There are times that I go, you know what? The bigger issue is this child is struggling with something and, and wants to project an image, and I don't need to destroy it. And, and I'll give you an example okay. of that. There was a young lady who kept telling me about all these grand things she's going to do, how she's going to this one college, she's and she needs $100 to apply, and, and because she's been accepted, because she's good at this thing. And I mean, she went on and on and on. But you knew? I knew that that wasn't true. I knew that all of it wasn't true. And it made me mad that she sat and lied to me. But what was more important was not my feelings of feeling betrayed. 
The issue was that she wanted to be valued and wasn't being valued. See, she had to make up a story. But she had told it so many times, it sounded pretty good. She started to believe it, maybe. That's right. Yeah. And she really did. And so when we had our confrontation, I just kept coming back to her going, sweetheart, I want you to know it's okay to not have that lined out. So you have to look at the motivation behind the line, perhaps to help get you to a good place. Is it important to get the teen to confess that they've lied? Sometimes, but I think patience usually uh, weighs itself out with this girl. There's other times that I hold to it and I go, I think you're lying to me and I'm going to stop. Parents say, well, how do you know they're lying? If you feel it, perhaps it's the Holy Spirit telling you this is not the truth. You know, and so you hold to those things. Uh, if you've heard something, if, you're, if, if you've found out something about your child and they won't admit to it, don't set them up for failure. The first response they're going to have is to lie about it to protect themselves. I would suggest that you say, you know what? Hey, I heard this and somebody said you did this. Why don't we talk about that tomorrow? When I came home from a trip once and I found beer caps all over my yard, I went up to my son and said, you're not going to believe this. There are beer caps from bottles all over our yard. An airplane must have dumped those in our yard. And I said, I don't know where they've come from. What I did, I was opening the door to let him sit on it. And then the next day he came to me and goes, Dad, I need to tell you something. So you set up the opportunity to, to find out something without always accusing. And, but, the, but knowing that the first response is going to be protection of self, protection from embarrassment, and protection from consequences. We are so bent sometimes on justice and, and trying to correct them and go, you took that, you shoplifted, you're going back to the store and you're doing this. And I go, and we're missing their heart. Sometimes lying is a smokescreen for bigger issues. Mm -hmm. I believe that. There's something else going on. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, visit parentingtodaysteens.org. And to learn more about Heartlight, visit heartlightministries.org. If this podcast has been helpful to your family, please share it or give us a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can listen to Parenting Today's Teens wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.